So here's the question. How do active people in the Atlanta area stay pain-free and live the active, fulfilled life that they deserve at any age? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Danny Matei, and welcome to the Active Atlanta Podcast. The Active Atlanta Podcast is sponsored by Athletes Potential. At Athletes Potential, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active doing the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better for life. Head to athletespotential.com to learn how we can help you stay active for life today. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Active Atlanta podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jacob Swartz, and uh, today we have the owner of Pepper Boxing with us. Uh, what's up, Alex? Hey, how are you? Good, man. Good. Thank you so much for agreeing to being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for offering. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Alex is his name, but he goes by Pepper. And I have to ask, man, what is the background with your nickname here? Okay. Pepper. So it has a couple different meanings. I actually started a private training company in Manhattan, New York, about 10 years ago. And I really was adamant about creating a company that focused on the client more than anything else. So it's an acronym that is practical exercise, personally planned equals results. So pepper, (laughs) but you also pepper a bag with punches. Right. Right. Dude, that's awesome. I thought that it was purely just, uh, I thought you were just a badass boxer and, uh, because I knew that was a boxing term. Um, but the fact that there's, there's there's many levels to that nickname is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was a pretty badass boxer. I don't know at 40 years old anymore if that's really like, you know, a thing, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I still get in there. Yeah. Can still, can still uh, throw with the best of them. <laughs> uh, I can. I can. Yeah, that's Luckily awesome. I've got a hard head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's your background with boxing? How did you come about wanting to start uh, pepper boxing here? Um, okay. So loaded question. Let me unwrap Tons that. There. Oh. there. Yeah. Take it away. <laughs> I started boxing actually in England in when I was 16, 17. So I was actually removed from high school um, in New York for one guess. Why was I removed? I'm going to guess fighting. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So they shipped me off to uh, England and I met a friend and I started actually doing Muay Thai. Loved it. Didn't kick so great, hit super hard, um, and then really never looked back. Uh, I spent most of my time actually uh, training, but also coaching. Uh, eventually, obviously, the, the older I got, um, I never really wanted to be like this pro boxer or anything. I just really enjoyed the sport. I really enjoyed the you know the community and the culture, and I loved spreading the knowledge. So I literally have been doing this for. 20 some odd years in in some way, shape or form. I've done it in many different countries. I've done it in England. I've done it in uh, Germany. I've done it in France. I've done it in Boston and New York, literally Nashville, Atlanta. I've done it everywhere. I love it. Um, So, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that, you know, the pepper is an acronym and all that. And I had a private training company. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I started that 10 years ago. 
And, um, you know, I just, I started to get older yeah. and I needed to find another way to not grind myself into a pulp. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm sure you know this and you get it. Being on your feet 10 plus hours a day is, is grueling, especially sure. the older you get. Um, I actually started to go back to school for an accelerated master's in psychology with the intentions of getting a doctorate. Did super well, got straight A's, all that, and realized that I just wasn't done with fitness. Yeah. So being in New York, of course, it's, you know, five times more expensive than anywhere else to open up your own studio. <laughs> so I started to look at different locations and I found Nashville originally. And it was a perfect recipe for success. You have a shortage of commercial space. You have an influx of residents. I, again, I mean, it's, it's a home run. Mm -hmm. Actually, one thing that we didn't realize that I never put, I never calculated, I never figured what would happen is that it's a city that's in transit. Mm -hmm. So this city, you know, people go there to live for, you know, six months or a year two years max and then they leave. It's, it's, you know, it's a place for tourism, for finding yeah. yourself, losing yourself, discovering yourself, reinventing <laughs> yourself, blah, blah, blah. That's awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah I guess. Yeah. Like, uh, but I had no idea that that would, that'd be such a big population with Nashville. Oh yeah. Yep. It's, it's there. The economy is based off of tourism. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. There's obviously music, um, yeah. there's a couple other companies that are down there, but for the most part, it is based off of tourism. So one thing that that did incredible, everyone had been to pepper, pepper boxing. Yeah. And it literally populated the country with our name. Nice. And that is actually how we, we came out to Atlanta because the Braves, you know, cause we're in the battery. Yeah. The Braves had heard about us and <laughs> thought we would be a perfect fit for the battery. That's how crazy that was. Wild. How, what, who, or, uh, how'd you get linked up with the Braves? I kid you not, Jacob, I promise. I was standing by the desk and some guy gave me a call and said, hey, I'm with the Braves. We're interested in having you come out. Yeah. Check out our facility and our whatever, our, I guess our, the battery mm -hmm. and see if you're interested. I hung up the phone. I'm telling you, Jacob. I didn't think anything of it. And the person next to me, my advisor, my assistant was like, dude, you have to check this out. This could be real. <laughs> and it was, man, it was actually real. It was wow. real. How'd they hear about you? Yeah. Honestly, um, that whole idea of like being seeds and populating the country with the message yeah. of that's real. It's okay. not an exaggeration. Right. One of the guys who was responsible for finding unique, curated businesses to, to again, populate the battery um, had heard about us. They were asking friends in the South who is and what is the cool workout in the surrounding states. Yeah. And they kept on hearing the word pepper boxing or the, they kept on hearing about the studio pepper boxing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I swear, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What, okay. For the listeners who, who who are unfamiliar with pepper boxing, what is what what makes pepper boxing so unique that some random person from the Braves who has no idea about what you even really do just has heard about it enough times will give you the call and want you to set up shop in the, in the battery? Um. Okay. So yeah, we are okay. First of all, mm -hmm. 
you've got some guy with a face tattoo. You can't see it, listener. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you can check out my Instagram. We'll tell you all that stuff later. Um, is, you know, just a blue collar dude who, um, you know, is, is working his tail off, trying to create something that really highlights community and culture. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people appreciate that and relate to that because I'm not, I'm not some big giant corporation. I'm just a guy, right? I'm sitting right. here in my living room talking, you know, and rapping about, you know, you know, about the business. Yeah. Um, but what we, what we did hit on the head was the thing that makes that's proprietary to us. And that's the circle layout. Yep. We actually have a circular heavy bag layout that okay. allows you to see the instructor at all times. So typically in a boxing class, you have a grid of bags, i.e., you know, five bags in a row, another five bags, five bags, et cetera, et cetera, down the line. And it's just, you can't see the instructor. There's very little direct feedback. We decided to, for, or I, we, I decided to forego the extra bags, which a lot of people said I was crazy for, because that means less money per square foot. Right. But the product is so much better. Mm-hmm. So where we can fit 20 bags, they can fit 40. Mm-hmm. But we, our retention rate is several years yeah several years not a lot of gyms can say that what's that that's several years not a lot of gyms can say that exactly well think about this you know you you really develop a connection with the instructor Mm -hmm. um and they with you so that promotes dialogue and you know uh, that that relationship but boxing is a sport now even though we are no contact ever and all levels are always welcome all the time. Uh, it's still, it's something that people aspire to get better at. I mean, you can only, and I love dumbbell curls and I love barbell squats and I love it all. But I mean, after X amount of time, you, you've kind of mastered the movement and you're good. You're on cruise, right? Right. There's always the next level to try to achieve in boxing. And even though we don't advertise it, there's some weirdo with a face tattoo roaming around who actually trains some national level competition for professionals and amateurs as well. So if you want extra, extra, you can get that too. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So I love that idea of doing the circular, um, the circular kind of flow that you guys have so that everybody can be kind of like uh, getting good instruction, have uh, get, have the ability to know exactly what they're supposed to be doing, get good coaching as well as making that connection that you're kind of talking about to help drive up the community vibe of the gym. What, um, so, so is it like stations that it's how it's set up or do you get your bag and that's where you kind of, would you stay or they're like, do you rotate around or how does that work? Yeah, no, the great question. Um, so it's literally, we have one bag in the center. Imagine this a giant room one bag in the center and it is spotlit. So big focus on that. Now, seven feet away, the bags start and they literally encircle the center bag. Now, every six, every four to six feet, there is another bag. So you literally have the instructor in the middle, completely engulfed in a ring of heavy bags. Now, 
you stay on your bag. They're numbered one through 20. Mm -hmm. So if you're bag number seven, you're there for the rest of the class. What we also do though, is we add weights to the workout. So hear this, it's not, it doesn't sound so crazy. It's not as crazy as it sounds. The first third of the class is boxing. You do your warm up, you go through some shadow boxing, we teach you the punches, it's super user friendly, and then you start to wrap the bag, right? You hit it. The second third, you break, you put your gloves underneath the bag, you go, we have four weight caddies. So in, built into the wall, we have weighted bars and bands. Mm -hmm. The instructor uh, gives a direction to go grab a bar and a band, so they're out of the way the entire time. And then you start to do the weighted component, right? The loaded yeah. component. Once that's done, you put your bars away and the bands away and you start to box again. So we close, we do boxing weights, boxing. Think of it this way. Cardio, toning, cardio. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's super interesting. I bet you people get wrecked with that second round of boxing after getting fatigued out with some weight training. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Everyone thinks they're in shape until they box. <laughs> Man, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, I don't have any like significant history with boxing, but I have uh, played around with it a little bit. And I tell you what, anytime you, you try to like throw a bunch of punches, whether it's through boxing or you do some grappling or wrestling um, or whatever the case may be, I don't care how good a shape you are. Um, if you're not used to that style or that type of training, you're going to get gas in about five seconds flat. That's, that's exactly it. To me, <laughs> it is the... The absolute, it's the finest indicator of the kind of shape that you're in. For sure. I mean, it's probably the most important skill that every single person should possess from their, from their athletic, uh, I guess, life. From their, I guess, what, what would I say? From, yeah. a, from an athletics perspective. Even athletic life. And uh, I remember I was listening to this podcast that had, uh, do you by chance know the name Pat McNamara? Yeah. Yeah, dude's a badass, man. He's uh, <laughs> He's been a, a ton of special forces operations. And, and, and right yes. now he, has, he does like combat strength training. And um, they were, he was talking on this podcast talking about if you had to learn like one style of fighting for uh, personal defense, what would it be? And I remember thinking like, oh, I was going to say like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or Muay Thai or something like that. And without hesitation, it was boxing. And he was like, and I was like, oh man, that's awesome. And he was like, look, hunt every single fight that you're, that you're going to be in, is going to start off on your feet. And he's like, and plus when you're in a fight, like for your life, um, you want to get in and get out as quickly as you can, right? You want to be, you want to get out of that situation quickly. And if you show whoever is trying to fight you that you actually know a little bit about what you're doing, um, they're not going to want to have a piece, a single piece of that. And it's, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. He's spot on with that. Nobody like uh, you, you throw like a little like a little jab and, and can kind of get away or avoid a punch or, or throw a little combo and people are going to realize very quickly that you actually know what you're doing and they're not going to want to mess with you anymore. <laughs> you are absolutely right. And I'm not saying that I got into a lot of fights back in my day, but if I had, it's always served me pretty well. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. If I had. For sure. So that's really cool, man. So how did you uh, look, why, or what, I guess, did you, how did you come up with doing a strength training circuit in the middle of two boxing circuits? What was, what was the thought process there? Well, 
we we've named ourselves um, you know similar like a Barry's boot camp says the what is it the hardest for the best workout in the world we've we've named ourselves the most exciting workout in the world um, and I think that it's important to have both elements in the workout so it's a it's a way of doing a hit style ish training but literally hit um, I think I think it would it wouldn't be a complete workout if we didn't. Yeah, and I yeah. Th- and that integrity I think is really important as well. For sure, you know, I'm just I'm just the guy, right? But it, it also it's important for me to that this means something and changes things and adds value to people's lives. And I wouldn't be able to put my stamp of approval on. You know what? We do a lot of boxing, and yes, there's some. I guess there's an opposing force, which is the bag. Um, and even if we did body weight exercises, I mean, it's, is it more an active stretch or is it really like, a, or is it really <laughs> like changing your body? I think the stress at some point of just doing body weight exercises would essentially fail the user. And I think if they don't put a load on their body, they can't really achieve the results they're looking for. For sure. We, I talk about it a ton, talk about that a ton in the clinic in terms of um, for you to be able to handle a certain load. And for a lot of the um, athletes coming through your, your guys's gym, whether that's life athletes or, you know, boxing athletes or other case may be um, they've got to be able to handle a lot of load, right. Um, or at least be able to build up to handle a lot of load. And the, the way you do that is you improve your tissue capacity. And if you're never really improving that capacity level, rather that's, if you're never really challenging it, then you can never really improve it really. Right. So by throwing on some, some actual like weight training and, and getting your joints and your, and your tendons and your ligaments and, and your muscles under a load, um, that'll serve them well with being able to actually go back and hit the bag with a little bit more velocity or a little bit more control or a little bit more, um, tenacity without sacrificing form really. Um, and thus leading to fewer injuries and, and, and better performance. So I love that you guys, that you added that aspect into there. Now you've said a couple of times where you've talked about like quality, uh, you've talked about community. It really sounds like you've, you've kind of taken this bigger picture idea to what training should be like, instead of just a place you go beat yourself up at, um, you really try to build a community aspect that gives good quality workouts. What, uh, are there anything, is there anything else that you guys try to do to really kind of help, um, make people feel like they're, they're part of a community and part of a team when they, when they're in your guys' facilities? I I think it starts at the top. Uh, I like to, I always say that, you know, for the the most part, you know, I'm the baddest motherfucker in the room. So if I'm not (laughs) buddy, everyone else should be too. Right. Um, I think the staff, the management, the trainers, uh, I hire, whenever I hire someone, I start off, I literally, this is like my speech. Um, and this will kind of give you a nice indication of, of how I like to run the business and how that trickles out to the clients as well. Yeah. Look at them and it's very simple. I say, I don't care who you are out there. I don't care. But when you're here, you are safe. I want your best you. I want the nicest you. I want the kindest you. I want that person who's not afraid to smile and to be happy and sometimes maybe even vulnerable, you are safe here. So all I ask is for more, not less. Give me your best. Dude, 
I love that. Um, I, I love how you start off by saying like, you, you know, you're safe here. It's okay to, to be vulnerable here. Um, I think that that relates very well or very much so to a lot of people uh, because a lot of times working out is the only time that people get to work on improving themselves and, and give, gives them a little bit of me time, mm-hmm. right? The, the world uh, asks a lot out of people these days. Um, and I think having a space that um, they can feel totally comfortable in, get an effective workout in and um, be a part of a be a part of a bigger picture, which is, sounds like exactly what you're, you're kind of driving there. So I love everything that you, that you're kind of doing it. And it's, it's not a wonder, or it's not a, it's not for happenstance that people are starting to hear the name pepper boxing and know what that is. And people are reaching out to you instead of you having to reach out to other people about establishing uh, spaces somewhere. So I love the fact that <laughs> you're, you're here in Atlanta. I think you're gonna do a lot of good and you're actually uh, right down the road from me. You actually live over here in Smyrna. So I'm oh, definitely cool. gonna. I'm definitely excited to get in there and check that space out. Um, so, with everything going on, I gotta ask you um, how you guys are handling things with um, kind of like uh, COVID nineteen and <clears throat> um, with everything kind of going on here in Atlanta. How are you guys anticipating opening and doing so in a safe and effective manner to make sure that the health of your guys' uh, patrons is top priority? All I have to say to that first, well, not all, but first of all, how funny is that when you ask that question, I cough. <laughs> yeah right mask on man i don't care no. <laughs> COVID free baby um no that that's a very serious matter uh we absolutely want to create a safe and um yeah a safe environment for both the the staff but also the clients i would I would be so devastated if anyone in the gym ever got COVID Corona from us or we were responsible for spreading it. Um, I'd be mortified. I'd, I'd be, uh, I'd be crushed by that just from, from a human perspective, forget about the business. For sure. Uh, <clears throat> my mother actually has Corona cause she's in Manhattan. Oh man. She's 64 years old. <clears throat> Sorry, mom. And- <laughs> No, she's had a fever over a hundred for the last six weeks. Oh my goodness, man. Yeah. So, you know, it hits home. Um, so I do, I do respect it and I do value everyone's right to stay safe. And I want to facilitate that. So we've done, we've, you know, we are opening on the 25th, which is this Saturday, uh, 25th of April. And we're doing, what we're doing is we're, we're, we're holding a, a reduced schedule with reduced clientele, i.e. if we can fit 20 bags in the room, which we, well, excuse me, we have 20, we can fit 20 clients in the room. We're only allowing 10, which means you're going to have anywhere from six to nine feet in between each client. Mm-hmm. We're not using any community weights or bands. So we've stripped that. Mm-hmm. We're opening all doors so that they don't even have to uh, touch the doors. We are eliminating any of the check-in systems. Like, you know, you don't have to check in on the iPad. We'll do it for you. We have gloves that we're going to give everyone if they want to use them. Fresh towels and obviously sanitation stations throughout the studio. There's obviously going to be, you know, we are up to date on the CDC and the requirements 
of the city of Atlanta and also Nashville. <clears throat> so, you know, we are, we have standardized this. And the reason we're doing a small load, I think Saturday and Sunday we'll be doing three classes each. And I think that next week we um, will be doing, I think, four classes a day with, you know, over an hour in between each class because we plan on disinfecting the room in the studio in between each class to ensure everyone's safety <clears throat> will be a good indication of a few things. The demand for new classes or for classes at all. And also whether or not we have the infrastructure to support a larger class load, which will eventually, uh, will, which, which we will eventually um, implement and add. Dude, so those are great. Pretty much what we're doing. Yeah. I love that. I think um, you guys are at a natural advantage for something like this too. Cause even when you're going through and you're describing about how the, how the space operates with your guys' workouts, the initial boxing component, the way they're spaced out and you just um, with the circle pattern and you saying that, you know, you're anywhere from like three to six feet anyway, away from somebody on average. So I was like, Oh man, you're almost right there. So be an easy transition for you just to reduce um, volume of people in there for people, for people to be able to maintain their own, they're a safe distance. And then you throw in the um, doors opening, no need to touch anything, go in, set up right where you're supposed to stand and then keep your distance. And then you're able to, and you're able to get in and get out without touching anything. I, I love that on top of all the other safety measures in terms of desanitizing in between classes. And uh, I, I think that's a really responsible thing to do. And um, I think your members will appreciate that for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I want to add to that too. <clears throat> You know, I wrote this all to all of our staff today. Um, you know, my personal message and then also the guidelines for the staff and, and for the clients. We're issuing all that today. We wanted to take our time in doing that so that we could collect as much information as possible and, and put together the best possible, uh, you know, message for everyone. Here, here's what it is. There's always going to be two opposing groups, right? One that wants to open and one that doesn't. And those two opposing opinions, the right answer, or yeah, the answer is probably somewhere in between the two. So that compromise is where we're trying to stand. We have clients who want us to open. We have staff that wants us to open. We have clients who don't. We have staff who don't. So we tried to find the middle ground where everyone would feel acknowledged and heard and there wouldn't be too much pressure or stress on either group. And I think we found that delicate, I guess, balance between the two. We, you know, and, and it, this might sound naive, but I really do trust that the government has done their due diligence. And I do, however, reserve the right to pivot where I see fit. And if I am not happy with the procedure or the safety that is in the studio, I will without hesitation close it until we, uh, until we fix it. <clears throat> but I, I do think that we can open while still being responsible. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think, um, in a situation like this, uh, where it's unprecedented, um, 
it's never been done before. There's uh, un, un, there's uncertain data or there's incomplete data. Yeah. There's never going to be an awesome decision or the, the most, the correct decision, I bet you can say it. You can only do what is best for your situation and kind of go from there and, and adapt and adjust as needed. Um, I think you having your, your mother involved with, with, uh, or diagnosed with COVID, uh, be thinking about her, but I think, um, you know, playing this pretty close to the heart. And I, and I love all the steps that you guys are taking. And, you know, I think exactly what you kind of talked about. If for whatever reason it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit to the standard that you hold your gym to, then uh, you guys have the, the right and the ability to kind of um, adapt as needed. So yeah, awesome, man. I, I think that you guys are doing a lot of really good things over there. I love the, the circle idea being able to stay in contact with the instructor. I love that you guys incorporate resistance training on top of the bag work that you guys do. And uh, I love the, the, take home message of trying to drive, drive a safe place for people to have a nice, uh, a good community vibe with their workout as well. So dude, Pepper, where could people reach out? How could they reach out to you if they have any more questions about Pepper boxing or what would be some good resources for our listeners to learn more about what you guys have to offer? Well, yeah, thank you. So, uh, and I appreciate all the encouraging remarks. I really do. It's, it's something that we really do hold dear and it's extremely important to us. So reach out. Uh, we've got, pepperboxing.com. That's an obvious one. We also have an online platform where we have been doing our live workouts, but we also will be curating our um, online portfolio so that in the event, gosh forbid, this ever happens again, we are well positioned for it. We can uh, provide in-home workouts. It's called pepperally.pepperboxing.com. Get it? Pepperally? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, and we also have our Instagram. We have two of them now. Pepper underscore boxing. The other one is pepper underscore boxing underscore ATL. But if you just type in pepper boxing on Instagram, I mean, gosh, you're going to find it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Pepper, man, thanks so much for agreeing to be on the show. I've learned a ton about your guys' facility and I'm super excited to check it out. And I'm sure my, our listeners are too. So thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me on. I feel like this is so crazy. I want to ask you questions about, but I guess about you and your facility, but I'm assuming, you know, your listeners already know. So, but for sure. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me on and contacting me. This has been, this has been great. I really yeah. appreciate it. Awesome, man. Well, have a good one. I uh, hope your mom gets better soon and we'll be in touch. Thank you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye everyone. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athletes Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.